And praise the Lord. Everybody's serving us. Amen. Thank you, Miss Karen. Let's go to the Word this morning. Amen. Y'all ready to rock and roll? Say, come on. Come on. There you go. Last week, uh, we had the rain, the storm, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, and uh, so we looked at uh, where we would have been last week. We were tracking about 150 under. We're about 150 under, attendance-wise, what we would have been the last couple of years, which I think is encouraging. You hear me or not? I still think we're, we're doing great. Amen? We're doing great. We've got so many people that are at home, and, uh, and that's, that's their, their decision to do that, and that's fine. Amen? But we're here. Amen? And uh, so I, I just thank the Lord for you. You really are blessing me. I love a full house. Okay, so that's been tough on me. It's been tough on me. Okay, that's the way I am. I met a pastor a few years ago, and he said, I like small churches. Well, I don't. Okay? Small churches mean empty churches. I don't like that. You hear me or not? I like us to have people coming. I want people to, because when you got people, you can have a chance to minister. Amen? Say. And we want to love the snot out of people here. Amen? Say. Especially right now, man, at all times. But we want to love right now like crazy. Amen. We want to, people need encouragement. They need hope right now. Yes? Come on. Good grief. And so we want to be that. And here's a great message. It's a great key to helping you with your spirit and helping you be a light and salt to others. Let's go with it, Rod. A new series called How Do You View God? How do you view God? What is your view of God? Okay? How do you view God? That's what we're going to talk about over the next two weeks, three weeks actually. And we're going to have a brief, brief, brief word when the Joe Mullins and the Radio Ramblers are here. Don't let that name fool you. I'm going to tell you something right now. They're going to get up and go that Sunday morning. You hear me? I'm going to be cheering them on right down front. You can count on it. Amen. But it's going to be a great time. But I have a great message finishing this series then. But it's real brief, just like five minutes. Our bulk of our time is going to be today and next Sunday morning. So how do you view God? How do you view God? If you want to view God, there is a way to see Him. Now, we know the Bible says no man has seen God at any time and lived. Okay? But Jesus did say, when you see me, you've seen the who? The Father. Absolutely. But how do we view God here? How do we see God in the here and now? How are we going to be able to see God? And that's the message emphasis over the next couple of weeks. And it goes right with our calendar. And that is we're right now in Thanksgiving season. And that's the title of this first message. Say it with me. Thanksgiving what? One more time. Help me. Thanksgiving. Okay. If you want to see, if you're going to see God... There's a big clue right there. You're going to see Him through being thankful. Y'all hear me or not? You're going to see Him through being thankful. Now, you can make excuses. Well, I had this happened. And this happened to me. And you don't understand. And you can say that. And you can even make a good argument, a good argument for why you don't see God. But that's that's the bottom line is you don't see God. You're not going to see God if you keep arguing Instead of being thankful. Did you hear me or not? You can win the argument, but never see him. Amen? I'd rather lose the argument. How about that? 
and see the Lord. So let's check it out today. Thanksgiving sees. If it's your first time with me today, we use this big old screen. If that's odd for you, you're going to like it after a while. You're going to see the stuff. You're going to see the scriptures. You're going to say it with me, and you're going to learn something. Amen. Stay with me. And, and the online audience, they really enjoy it. So here we go. So being thankful and having a grateful attitude is not, is not about how good or bad you have it or what you have or don't have. Okay, that's a, that's a that's a bell ringer right there. You know, I'm thank you can be thankful because you've had it good. How many have had it bad in here? Can I see some hands? How many had some real hard times in here? Can we just go ahead and annul that old myth right here? Say, okay, there are people who've had it really bad and they're still thankful. Okay, got it. And if that ain't you, then that ain't you. But don't try to paint us with the same brush. We've had some crap in our life, okay? All right? So this is a tough message. You know what it is? Say it with me. It's about a decision or a choice that you and I were going to have to make. Am I going to be thankful or am I not going to be thankful? And it's a bigger thing than that. It really comes down, am I going to see God or not? Am I going to get a chance to see God and know God is real and exist in my life? And And I tell you what, Thanksgiving can open up. Man, all kinds of opportunities to see the Lord in your life. Amen? So let's keep looking. So how do you view God? It's what you think about God. Viewing God hinges on what you think about God. Have I lost you so far? Am I sounding like a, like a psychologist or something? Listen, what you think about God has everything to do with if you're going to view God and see God or not in your life. What do I think about God? God is good or God is bad. That's it. There's not like 30 choices here. That's it right there. Either God is what or God is what. That's it. Yeah, but why has he let the children starve in Africa? We never want to blame it on those governments over there, do we? Say, why does God let people get shot in Chicago? God help us blaming it on the local Folks in Chicago, yes or no? Amen. I don't know how that works. It's easy. God's up there and he takes all the pot shots from us. It's a good thing I'm not God. I would zap you. I'm tell- I, know, I know me, bang, you're dead. Boy, God's a good God, isn't he? Or no, he's a bad God. I don't know. How many have ever said something or done something and you know that if I was God, you would have got zapped? Let me see some hands. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Keep looking. If you're thankful, you're thankful to what? Now, don't you? That's deep preaching. Read it one more time. If you're, you're thankful to, met a woman years ago, very talented, bright, Involved in the uh, newspaper industry. And she came to the Inglewood area, the Boca Grande area. And she was an atheist, an avowed, a devout, avowed atheist. Did not believe in the existence of God. That's where a lot of our country is. Our kids are being raised that way. The other day, my daughter, I'm going to get back to the woman. The other day, my daughter was Abby. She's 12. She was in the kitchen during her school time. She's doing virtual schooling online. I'm like, why are you in the kitchen? Don't you have school right now? 
She says, yeah, but they're teaching stuff about creation that I don't believe. And so I got up and came to the kitchen. <laughs> Hope she remembers what they put on the test, but we'll see about all that. But she's right. She is right. Say verse 1 of the Bible with me. In the God, the, you see, see, if, if, we can, if Satan can get us right there off the beginning, that, see, God didn't create this. You know, there is no God. And so that's what this woman believed that I met. She lived out there and did paperwork at Boca Grand. And she was an atheist. And uh, so I had a part in her life. And uh, actually, she wanted to talk. And me and my wife went out there years ago, and we met her and talked with her. Because she was struggling. She was an atheist. Atheists aren't supposed to believe in God, right? But here's the problem. She walked the Boca Grande Beach. How can you walk the beaches of Boca Grande and not see God? How can you live down here and not see God? And so she was walking one day on the beach, and she started to struggle. Because she said, in her heart, she said, I'm so thankful for this. And then it hit her. If I'm thankful, I must be thankful to who? To somebody. And that's how her start, her quest for God started. And I don't know if she'd heard me on the radio. She came to hear me at the high school. But a phone call came to me, and it was like picking cotton leading her to Christ. It was no big deal. Amen? She had jumped the big hurdle. The big hurdle is, are you thankful? Are you thankful? You might be here today or watching online and you're not a believer in Christ. Are you thankful? Do you, do you not see the world you live in? Do you not see the universe? Do you not see humankind? Do you not see a baby? Yes or no? And so she became a believer in Christ. So if you're thankful, you're thankful to somebody. But here's the bad news. Say that with me. If you're what? You're unthankful to... And that somebody in most cases is God Almighty. And that's a problem. Does the Bible say that at the end of time, you just get to be unthankful? Is that what it says that the judgment's going to happen? What's it say? Every knee shall, every tongue shall, that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay? You can be all big and bad right now and be miserable and make most people miserable around you. Or you can bend the knee right now and put your faith in Jesus Christ and believe in Him. This is powerful, guys. How do you view God? How do you see God? Well, Thanksgiving sees. Say that with me. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving sees, man. What's the meaning of Thanksgiving? Here's old Webster. To express gratitude. That's what Thanksgiving is. Well, I'm either thankful to somebody or I'm not thankful to somebody. All right? Thanksgiving is to show gratitude. It's to show appreciation for favors or gifts. That's what the definition means. When you're unthankful, let's do the flip. Then you do not what? You're not expressing gratitude. When you're unthankful, thankful, you do not what? Show appreciation for what? Favors or, or gifts that's coming your way. You see how this works? This, this is an easy message for me. It's black and white. It's up and down. 
It's hot, cold. It's on, off. Got it? Is thankful or not thankful? That's the bottom line. When you're unthankful, my words, based on Scripture, you're what? And I'm not, most of y'all, you got this down probably, but if you're like me, we could all use a little refresher right now. A lot of, lot, most of us, the election didn't go our way. Okay? We don't like it. Many believe there's shenanigans and things going on. I get that. Sometimes there are. We don't always get our way, do we? Yes or no? Say. So what does that mean? You're going to start looting and burning down buildings? Is that, your, is that what you're going to do now? Okay? That's not what we do. Say that with me. That's not what we do. No. We're believers in Christ. They're going to do that. Selfishness. An ungrateful spirit is being selfish. And selfishness, my word, what? I'm going to tell you, when I was writing this, I thought of a bunch of other words I could put up there. But I'm being nice today. I'm being nice. This is a huge statement. You should all say it with me. It's important. Selfishness, covetousness, and greed all come from the same root. What is that root? An ungrateful and unthankful. That's it. Selfishness, covetousness, greed. That can't be the will of God for my life, right? Yes or no? And that all comes from being unthankful. So being unthankful must not be right. Yes or no? Amen. And I want to give you a news flash. If you're selfish, if you're an ungrateful, unthankful person, most people around you are miserable. I'm going to tell you that right now. If that's who you are, if that's the way you've been, that's the way, that's the way I'm going to be. Well, I'm telling you right now, they don't like you. It's all, it's all a game. They put up with you. But I don't think God put us on this earth just to be put up with. Do you? We, as believers in Christ, we're called to be salt and light, guys. This, this can't be right. Being unthankful and ungrateful can't be right. Yeah, but you don't understand. I do not want to understand your craziness. All right? Come on. Selfishness is never satisfied, ever. The Bible says, Paul, last days, know this, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Sounds like us right now. Covetous, boasters, proud, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. It goes on to say, having a form of godliness. That's what we do. We think we can be ungrateful, unthankful, not a believer in Christ, but we can still have a form of godliness. We're just smoking stuff, guys. Amen? Come on. Selfishness exalts itself. That's not God's will. It's awful. Here's the motto of selfishness. Here it is. Say it with me. I must increase and everything and everybody else must decrease. That sounds a little different in the Scriptures. How many know that Scripture that sort of sounds like that, but it's a whole lot different? Let's put it on the screen. Here it is. The Apostle John said it this way. Say it with me. He must and I must 
One more time. He must and I must. There is no place in the Scriptures, in the will of God, being controlled by the Holy Spirit of God, for an ungrateful, selfish spirit. Did you hear me or not? Yeah, but I did this and I'm special. So you get to be a pain in the rear end? I don't think so. Amen? It's not the will of God for me to be unthankful. I'm not saying we haven't been hurt. Let's just check it out real quick. And this is hard. I want to do something that's hard. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going to do it with you. How many have had an unbelievable tragedy that you wouldn't wish on anybody that's happened in your life? Can I see your hand? Well, you know mine. My mother was murdered. But guess what? Can I see those hands one more time? There's a lot of hurt right here. But guess where these people and I are today? Guess where we are today? We're where on a Sunday morning? We're in what? Come on, let's thank the Lord for each other. Come on, we're in church where we're at. It's a decision. It's, and I'm going to tell you something right now, especially if you're like me and you've lost a loved one and it just was tragic and it killed you. I want you to know right now, uh, we, just kept, we just had hands raised in heaven. We just had hands raised in heaven. When they saw our hands go up, that we have suffered tragedy, but we're in church on a Sunday morning, and we're going, we're going to be grateful to God, and we're going to be thankful to God. There are hands raised in heaven right now saying, boy, that's my son. That's my mama. That's my, that's my wife. That's my husband. And they're proud of us. Did you hear me or not? Thanksgiving is awesome, buddy. Thanksgiving's more than a turkey dinner. Even though that's important, it's actually from the Bible. We're going to see that next week. Keep looking. Cakes even included. It's in the Bible. I'm not kidding you. Selfishness kills spirit. Yes or no? Say. It'll kill a business. It'll kill a relationship. It'll kill a church. This is my stuff. I'm going home. It'll kill a football team. Heard a kid last night on a football team. Here we are, fourth down, first quarter. We're up by seven. We're on the six-yard line. It's fourth and eight. Y'all know football? We on our six-yard line. And so the coach does what a good coach does. He watches the ball. Punch the ball. And this kid comes and goes on the sideline. He's all big and bad, running his mouth, maybe 150 pounds, soaking wet. Excuse me, I had to say that. Big mouth, good athlete, though, good athlete, but that's not us. And he just started cursing a blue streak. We don't punt the ball. You're an idiot. I mean, that's what selfishness does. It makes you think you all big and bad. That's why we have a coach, thank God. Amen, say. But that's why we have a Bible. That's why we have God's Word, guys. We're crazy people. Amen. Selfishness. It kills spirit. It kills a church. It'll kill a ball team. Give me that ball. You don't deserve the ball. Go sit down. 
A selfish spirit will ultimately end in destruction, loneliness, and death. And we're just making the case, guys, that this is not a path we want to go down. And I know, I know most of you probably know this, but it's good for us. It's a thing. Selfishness is a thing. Say it with me. That what? Kills, steals, and... Is that in the Bible? Let's throw the Scripture up. The thief, Satan, comes not but for to steal, to kill... And to destroy. Jesus Christ says, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have life more what? Abundantly. The word means to the full. And I love verse 11. You want to be thankful when bad things happen, when tough times are are headed your way or you're going through them? Read verse 11 with me. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. No matter what I go through. No matter what I go through or have gone through, it cannot change the fact that the good shepherd gave his life for this sheep. Amen? That's a powerful scripture. Satan doesn't want you to be happy. Guys, as long as we live here, we're going to have disappointment. We're going to be hurt. Our hearts are going to break. I look at many of you. I cannot look out here without knowing your stories. (sighs) But I'm going to cheer you on. You hear me? I'm not going to pat you on the head and let you go down into deep depression if I can help it. Amen. Say, this is the key right here. Thanksgiving sees. It's part of how we view God. My question is, are you thankful today? Think about it. If when I say, are you thankful, you say, yeah, but this happened. Or you would understand if. I'm not trying to be hard or cold, but I'm trying to say you have a life and you can live that life. And you can have an abundant life. You can have a life to the full. Yes or no? Many of you know my story. Married 28 years, hurt like a dog, man. Wanted to take my own life. Killed me. But I remarried. Married Kim. Kim, are you here? She's in the back serving. I never knew when I married Kim she would be the servant of God that she is. She's incredible. She's humble. I have two little kids again. I'm raising them. I started at one and three. Now they're nine and twelve, and I feel like I'm 800 years old. What I'm saying is we can do this thing. Say that with me. We can, we can do this thing. With God, all things are possible, Right? I can be happy again. Say that with me. I can be happy again. I can be happy again. Sure I can. And I am. Amen? Come on. So are you thankful today or or, or are you selfish? Now, I've been on both sides of this. Okay? How do you view God? And we're almost done. This is is where we're going to lay lay some groundwork pretty quick. We've gave, given most of the message, so don't think you're going to... We've got a ball game. I get that. Okay, I'm going. Here we go. Not really, but, but I've got the message is sort of brief, but it's solid right now. Get ready. Thanksgiving sees. How can I see God? How can I see God? I grew up this way negative, perhaps. I didn't know the Lord. I had a bad marriage, perhaps. Maybe you lost somebody that you love so dear. Maybe you lost the house. You lost the this. Maybe you lost your your ability to walk or even go to the bathroom. 
How can I be happy when I can't even, my bodily functions might not even work right. How can I be happy? How can I be thankful, Pastor? Can I still shine a light, preacher? Sure you can. Ready? You ready? Here we go. Number one, remember. Say that with me. Remember. One more time. Remember. Do you remember where you were raised? How many, when you grew up, you didn't have, I mean, how many went to the bathroom outside in a bout house? Let me see some. This is the truth. These people really did this. How many went to the bathroom outside because you just enjoyed that? Right over here. Here's my hands up. Up here's one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the moms are trying to get their kids to do better. And they're like, the pastor said, I mean, anyway, I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, I'm messing with you. Here, guys, remember. Remember where you came from. Remember the things in your life that God's done for you. Yes or no? Remember that. Remember that meal you just ate? Get it, get it current. Get it current. Remember that car you're driving? Remember that roof you've got over your head? Remember, 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 remember. This is how you see God. You start to see God when you start to remember. You hear me or not? Let everything that has breath give thanks. This is how you see God. Now I ought to get struck by lightning. I ought to see a miracle. It's funny. Rain can happen in Tampa, stain the side of a glass building, and people flock there saying it looks like Mary. We are cuckoo when there's stuff every day in our life that we see God. Every day. I have to drive to Tampa. Kidding me? I don't know about you. When I go to Tampa, I don't see God. I see a bunch of fingers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Here we go. Back to earth. Here we go. So remember, here's the word, be content. Say that with me. Remember, God's been good to you, Gary. He's been good to you, son. Be content. Be content. Here's a scripture. Say it with me. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Keep reading. It's good for you. For we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. Last verse. And having food and raiment, let us be there with... Any questions? How do I go from selfish? How do I go... To, how can I be thankful? How can I see God? Well, that's number one, remember. Remember the song this morning. You are... Good, good, oh, yes, you are good, good. You see that? Why do we sing songs like this? You remember this one? God is so good. Sing it, come on. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. You understand? This is it. Remember. Remember. Be content. This is how you see God. I got to go to seminary. 
I got to drive all the way to one of these religious meetings they have and get touched by the Holy Ghost and I'll see him. Most of the stuff you hear is crazy. God is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, comes alongside you. He's the comforter. Okay? He's right here. God is right here, right now. Amen? He loves you. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Remember that. Remember that. And here's our word. We got an R, we got a C, and we got a G. So remember, be what? Content. And finally, be what? So remember, content, grateful. That's point number one. Got it? Remember, be content, and be grateful for what you have. And you're going to start to see God. Okay? Hope you don't look like this. But anyway. What's grateful? Grateful. Remember the basics. It's funny with this pandemic, I never thought I'd ever see the day when people in America and in England would thank God for toilet paper. <laughs> Ain't it funny? We don't we just go by that bathroom and we don't even think a thing about do we? I mean, we're being honest. We are so blessed, aren't we? Remember how much mess we throw away in the fridge every week. People are starving to death. Remember, be content, Gary. Remember, you can't take it with you. Remember that. Remember, God is what? All right, that's point one. Let's go, Rods. We're on point number two. You ain't got but three. You're going to be fine. Number two, how can I see God? How can I view God? Well, you view Him by remembering. So often we remember the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad. How about remember the good, the good, the good, the good. There ain't been no good. There's been a lot of good. Amen? Say. Come on. Number two, second R is what? One more time. It's what? The first one was what? Second one's what? Release, 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 release. And our word, our seat right there is be compassionate. Be compassionate. Release love. Okay? Release goodness. The Scripture. The early church. And we say early church, that's the persecuted church. That's the church that was hunted down like dogs and executed for their faith in Christ. How did they do? And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart, of one soul, Neither said any of them of aught of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things what? That's the word fellowship. If you look up that word, that's the word fellowship. That's why at Fellowship Church, we don't want to toot your horn. Okay? Or you come in here and look at me, look at... No, 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 no. We have all things what? Common. We don't want people to be better than other people here. Y'all hear me or not say... Some churches are like that. Sister so-and-so and Mr. Whatever. I don't give a hoot. This church, we have all things what? I'm not better than you. I'm not above you. Got it? I'm not ashamed of you. Did you hear me? I am you. And whether you like it or not, you're me. You'd like our church and everything, but not the pastor. Well, I'm sorry, I go with the property, okay? 
You hear me? Okay, listen. The early church, yeah, praise the Lord. The early church had all things common, guys. Watch what God did. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great what? Grace was on all of them. And they're being butchered for their faith. Neither was there any among them that lacked. Many of them were homeless and they lost their loved ones. For as many as were possessors of lands and houses, they sold them. They brought the prices of the things that were sold. They laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man and woman and boy and girl as according as they had need. You, You see that early church? Yes or no? They released what they had. And they were compassionate. That's how you see God. No, it's mine. I've got to hang on to it. Or we give so skimpy. I'm not talking about the offering, guys. I'm talking about loving people. Neither was there any of them that lacked. Keep looking. Almost done. Whatever was needed was what? How about you live your life like that? wonder if God will bless you. Say, you think God just might bless you? If you remember and you're content and you're grateful and you release and you love on people and when you see a need, you try to meet that need. You think you just might see God? Oh, absolutely you will. And our word is giving. What was that first G word? Grateful. Second G word is what? Giving. Giving. Give what? Release love, man. Release kindness. Release money and things. But you see the order we put them in, yes or no? Oh, no man, anything but to what? Love him. We should, that's, that's just how you can see God. Be a person that releases, releases love. The love of God constrains me to love you. Amen or oh me. I don't know about you. I have a good time loving people. I really do. It's a thrill for me. And I see God just pop right up. It can be a girl at McDonald's. But you just kind. And out of nowhere, they might just say, you're the nicest customer we have. And you know what? To me, that's like the voice of God speaking back, saying, Gary, you keep doing what you're doing. Amen? Or to take my friend Brandon the other night to dinner and to hear Brandon talk and to show gratitude and just to, I don't know, just to see on the faces of the people in the restaurant as he and I sit together. It's like the Lord, I could see the Lord do it in what I was doing. Am I losing you or not? Say. Okay, guys. Keep looking. Last one is this. So remember, number two, what? Release. And number three is what? Come on. One more time. Number three is what? Come on. We're at the end. You think you'd be jumping up and down. Here we go. Here's our word to see. Be centered. Be centered. I know they're my words. They might be a little crazy. Be centered. What do I mean by that? Bank it all on Jesus. I am going to be a thankful person. I'm going to remember what God's done for me. I'm going to be content with what I have. I'm going to be grateful for what God has given me. This is the choice I make because I want to see God. And when I'm thankful like this, I see Him. I want to be a person of release. I want to release love to people. Compassion. I want to be a giver. Amen. It's a choice I'm making. You're crazy. I am not crazy. How many of you would say God's blessed a tar out of you? Let me see some man. God just blessed a tar out of me. Come on, man. I'm blessed. Don't try to talk me out of this. 
This is the way I want to live. And number three, resolve, 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 resolve. I want my life to be centered on Christ, not the election. Okay? Hey, I'm telling you, you center your life on anything else other than Jesus Christ, and it's going to be yo-yo-ville. You center your life on a woman, sir. Ma'am, you center your life on a man. Dads and moms, you center your life on your children. No one deserves to be the center except Jesus Christ. You're playing Russian roulette when you put your center on anything else. Did you hear me? Strong word. It's a good word. So, resolve to center your life on Christ. Bank it all on Him. We're talking about seeing God. This is what Thanksgiving will do for you. And then finally, the G is what? Now, if you're grateful and you a giver, there's a good chance God's going to get some what? You see how that works? If you remember and you release and you resolve, there's a good chance you're going to see the Lord. Y'all hearing me or not? This thing works together pretty, pretty good. So glorify the Lord. Then we're going to finish off with some scriptures real quick. Glorify the Lord from Philippians. Jesus Christ is my life. For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Glorify the Lord. I press forward towards Jesus, Jesus Christ's goal for my life. This is being centered on the Lord. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind. I reach forth into those things which are before me. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This is what I do with my life. This is God's will for me, to be thankful, to glorify Christ. I rejoice in Jesus Christ. All that this happened, did you miss what I just said? I rejoice in Jesus Christ. Say, yeah, but your house burned out. Excuse me. I rejoice in Jesus Christ. Get behind me, Satan. This is my center. Yes or no? What if the Vikings lose the Super Bowl one day again? I rejoice in Jesus Christ. You got that right. You got that right. You got that. Don't hook your wagon to no NFL team. I tell you that right now. The Tampa Bay Bucks learned that the other night. Better not hook that wagon to Brady. He's a good quarterback. We better hang on. Takes the team. Come on. Watch it now. Come on. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Philippians, I have peace through Jesus Christ. Glorify the Lord. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer, supplication, with what? Thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You're going to see, Gary, it's going to work. I think on good things because of Jesus. Center on Him. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, are pure, are lovely, are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, say it with me, think on these Thing. Yeah, but this happened. Don't think on this. Got it? Think on good things. Glorify the Lord. How about this scripture? I can what? Do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What? Regardless. Not that I speak in respect of want. Paul said, I've learned whatever state I'm in, I'm going to be content. I know how to be abased. I know I have nothing. I know how to abound. I know how to have everything. 
Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed but to be full. I know what it is to be hungry. Both to abound. I know what it is to suffer. Say it with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is how I see God. I wear it on my wrist. Jesus strong. This is how I see God. I see Him as I make it through different struggles. And I give Him credit and glory in my life. Amen. Glorify. I have all my needs met by Jesus Christ. But my God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It's either true or it's a lie. I choose to believe it's true. Y'all hear me? I'm beating up on you. The copters are coming. Hear them? Here we go. Remember, that was our first word. We're almost done. Be content. Say it with me. Be what? Number two, you want to see God? Then release. Be what? Compassionate. Be what? Be giving. Number three, resolve in your heart to be centered on Jesus Christ. And you will do this in your life. You will what? You will glorify the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for the word. I'm done. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. We're done. I know. Here we go. Seemed like all day. Come on. Let's get up. Let's get up, guys. Praise the Lord. Come on. Just the last couple of minutes. Be, be steady with me if you don't mind. We appreciate it. But thank you. It's a good word today. Amen. I'm a little bit tired. I got a little bit wiped out there at the end. And, uh, but it was good for me. I got a little tail whooping twice today. That is good stuff. How do I see God? Oh, if I could just see God. You just learned. You remember. You release. You resolve in your life. And you're going to see the Lord. Amen? You're going to see the Lord. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for a great day. Thank you for a time in your word this morning. Lord, thank you for teaching me. Thank you for teaching me. And Lord, I remember just like yesterday when Mama was killed. And I got the news. And Lord, you said into my heart, all you've been preaching is true. I'm with you like I've been with others. I'm with you, Gary. Thank you, Lord, for never leaving us. Lord, thank you for not throwing us out with the trash when we get our back up and we blame you. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. You're the only constant in my life. Everything else is up and down. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, with this word today. May it find good ground in our heart. And Lord, I pray for those today, if they die, they don't know they go to heaven, Lord. They're here. They made it this far. But if something happens, they might not make it to heaven. Lord, I pray right now, right now in this room or online, pray that all of us will make sure we're saved today. 
please, God, have mercy on us. Right now, I pray you're softening that heart. Holy Spirit, draw near to that one today that needs you. Humble yourself today, I pray. Folks, if your trust, if your center is on anything other than Jesus today for your salvation, maybe it's church, maybe it's good works, listen, you're not saved. You're not, you're not secure. There's no way that is secure. It's dangerous. Can I help you to get centered today on Jesus Christ? Can I do that with you? Would you humble yourself with me? I'll go with you. I'll go with you as we pray. How about that? To the Lord. Let's do it together. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've done wrong. I ask for your forgiveness, Lord. And Lord, I've had it wrong. I've had it wrong. My faith has not been solid in you. It's been somewhere else. In myself, a church or something. But it ain't right. And Jesus, I want you to know today, I believe in you. I believe in you. I don't understand it all, but I am putting my trust in you, Jesus. You died on the cross, I believe. You rose from the dead and you love me. You are going to be my focus. You're it. You're my center. You're my center. I'm not putting my, my center somewhere else. I put my faith in you today. Save me today, Lord. Save me today. I don't want to sleep another night not knowing where I'm going. This is it for me. I make this decision right now. Save me today, Lord, I pray. I'm doing the best I can to talk to you, Lord. But I'm being honest. Save me in Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed, how many would raise a hand and say, Pastor Gary... I did that with you. I totally got it. I understood today. Can I see your hand? I did that. I did that. And I'm not ashamed to tell you, Pastor. I'm not ashamed to say I did that. God bless you, buddy, ma'am. God bless you, several of you. Lord, thank you for an awesome day today. A good day, Lord. A good day. A good day. I prayed, Lord, I want to be tired when I'm done today. But it'll be a good tired. And that's how I feel, Lord. Take us home, we pray. Help us to be a light. Help us to be a blessing. Help us to deal with these selfish things in our life. Oh, God, do a work in us, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah, church. God bless you. Thank you for an awesome day.